What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Homes.com knows having the right agent can make or break your home search. That's why they provide home shoppers with an agent directory that gives you a detailed look at each agent's experience, like the number of closed sales in a specific neighborhood, average price range, and more. It lets you easily connect with all the agents in the area you're searching so you can find the right agent with the right experience and ultimately the right home for you. Homes.com. We've done your homework. So I went to a store to just buy a lamp. And when I went to the cash register, I greeted the cashier, asked how she was doing. I've never seen the cashier before. And she kind of looked at me and she said, can you explain your disfigurement? That's Barry Lee. He's an artist and disability rights activist. He's our guest in the question booth this week. But let's let him finish his story about feeling different. I usually kind of let those things slide in the past. But at that time, I was feeling really tired of getting that response and not feeling like I can own that situation and hopefully teach somebody what was wrong with that. So I took about five seconds to think and kind of be silent. And I asked, excuse me. And when I asked, excuse me, that was sort of my way to maybe help this person look in themselves and see why they asked that question and if they felt that that was an actual appropriate question. (laughs) And so they then responded, well, you know, you're you're not normal. Um, You don't look normal. And... So I explained to her, I I said, well, I have this syndrome that's very rare. It had caused me to have a bunch of surgeries. And I did say to her, just because I'm different from you doesn't mean I necessarily always owe you an explanation for that difference. And I told her, I was like, honestly, that was like pretty rude. And she apologized and she said, I just wanted to know. I was like, I understand that. I said, but I'm also trying to live my life just like you are. But I often do try to correct people and and make sure that they know that just because somebody looks different doesn't necessarily mean it's our business 
to know why they look different. The people in my life that are in my life, we don't talk about my syndrome. We don't talk about my looks. And, you know, it just sort of organically comes up in time and then how I know them. It's never a thing where I go and walk up to somebody and say, well, hey, I'm deaf and I have had 20 surgeries as a kid. I don't just have that as a line opener. And because it's not something that I think defines me, it's just an expression and an asset. Welcome to The Question Booth. I'm Dylan Fagan. And I'm Kathleen Coolian. The Question Booth is a place where strangers come in and discuss life's big questions. We also talk to someone who knows a lot about each week's subject to better understand why people might feel a certain way. And this week, we're continuing our deep dive into the question, when was the last time you felt different? Last week, we heard all kinds of stories about feeling like an outsider. This week, we'll hear about ways that we can be more understanding. Yes, so as we mentioned at the top of the show, we were recently joined in the booth by Barry Lee. Barry is dedicated to breaking down the stigmas that exist around disability and sharing his story through art. So let's listen in on the rest of our interview. Here, Barry tells us about another time he felt different. Sometimes people have approached me as doctors. People have claimed to be experts of, of differences and Oh, well, I'm a, I remember when I was in high school and I was just graduating and I was preparing to go to college and I was in a pool with a friend and I had my hearing aid off and I was just enjoying my time and this man, this stranger came up and said, hey, I'm a doctor. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and he said, you know, I know a really good mental retardation camp you should go to. And so I corrected him on the syndrome that I did have. And I said, well, I'm, that's not really my plan. I'm going to college in the fall and this, that, and the other. And because I didn't take his advice, he rolled his eyes and walked away. He didn't say, well, good for you. I'm sorry that I mistook your looks. But there are people who, you know, claim to be doctors and claim to be helpful. And then when, you know, you don't take their help, they then have their own ego <laughs> kind of get into the picture and, and just walk off. Barry has made an illustration about this experience. It's from a project called Home is Where You Drown. In it, a person stares at himself in a body of water. He's looking down at his four arms while people surround him in a circle and stare. It's obvious from the expression on his face that he is feeling self-conscious. In the background, more figures pop their heads out from behind the bushes. I understand people's intentions of helping, but I think we should listen first before we even help, because we don't know what their lives are like. We don't know if they actually need that help. And as an artist, I use a lot of my work as a way of activism and, and a way of talking about these scenarios. But at the same time, that that's me taking ownership of that and and... I'm still selective about when I talk about that. So when I make work about it, I talk about it. But I don't wake up the next morning to have breakfast with a friend and talk about it. That's a completely different thing. 
So it again goes back to the, that is not a definition, it's only an asset. It's, it's, it's an expression. When did you start to find that expression in art? I started to recognize that expression when I was in high school. Um, I started to really become interested in what I had and my looks. And I was, you know, alone. I was very lonely. I didn't have a lot of friends in high school. And my way of communicating and, and figuring out my syndrome and figuring out my relation with it was drawing and all of that. And, you know, I was able to go to a really great college and because of that work and I took a break from making that work and then now I've, I've gone full circle and making that work again and kind of talking about being a young adult with the syndrome, with creating friends and dating and, you know, these other sorts of things where adults are approaching other adults with these questions. And, you know, I, I was dealing with this as a child with other children, but it's fascinating that adults end up asking other adults these very personal questions that, you know, we may not necessarily owe that adult the answer to. We'll be right back with more from our interview with Barry after this quick break. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire.
So you said your work has kind of come full circle. Um, you moved away to illustrations for a while with uh, like bright subject matter for school and for clients. And then you've brought it back around and now you're doing some work that talks more about your life experiences. Can you tell us about a recent project? Yeah. So last summer I had a show called How Nice over in downtown Atlanta. And the show was primarily made of photography, video installations, sound installations, and a performance piece. And so with that show, I kind of had to keep it secret when I started because people are so used to these illustrative characters and really fun scenarios. And I wanted to have people kind of be shocked when they entered. I feel like when you sort of have something shock you, you pay more attention. The show consisted of, I believe it was around eight self-portraits, two video installations, and a performance piece. In one piece from How Nice called You Finally Look Normal, Barry sits down on a couch with a wife and child. In the description for the photo, Barry explains how people have told him that they wish he could have a normal life because his disability isn't classified as quote-unquote normal in society. The last line of the description reads, What if I had the kid and wife and everyone on earth looked like me? Then would that be normal? The performance piece was something that was really interesting to me because it kind of became somewhat of an experiment. Leading up to the show, I did a lot of research on freak shows and how prominent they were in a period of time. And I kind of felt it was interesting that people would pay to see others with disabilities and disformities and disfigurements. And uh, also found it kind of ironic that, you know, when I go out to buy groceries or to get a cup of coffee or to hang out with my friends, I'll have people stare at me. But in turn, I pay for that experience. I, you know, I had to buy the cup of coffee. I had to go buy the groceries. And I'm kind of like paying for people to stare at me unwillingly. And um, so I kind of wanted to create an experience that evoked that. So in the space, Murmur, which is where it was held, Murmur is kind of a, like a large rectangle and in the back of Murmur, there was a, I hung a large pink curtain and I kind of hung it around kind of like a half cylinder. And in front of the curtain, I ended up hiring a actor to play um, a ringmaster. And, and the ringmaster would go and kind of yell inside the space and say, pay $5 if you dare to see the greatest free show of your life. And he would kind of, you know, be the hype man for this mysterious thing behind the curtain. And I was really uncertain if people would actually interact with it. But 15 minutes of opening the show, we already had a line kind of almost across the gallery waiting to get in. So... Basically, there was a table in front of the curtain, and on the table, there was a set of rules. And the set of rules was um, you could only stay in for two minutes, um, but you could leave at any time. And 
we had to take your phone, and we would also have to put earplugs in your ears. And the reason why we had to put earplugs in your ears was to kind of take away a sense. Um, for me, being deaf, it's really intimidating when, you know, I have people approach me. And sometimes, you know, I had to ask people what they're saying, even if they're asking me really rude questions because I may not understand them fully. So it becomes a very intimidating experience. And so I wanted to kind of recreate that as well. So you were only able to deal one person at a time. So participants would pull on earplugs and they would give us their phone and they would walk in behind the curtain. And behind the curtain, there was a stage with an audience. And the audience, all they really did was they would stare at you, they would laugh at you, and they would whisper to other audience members while looking at you. So kind of getting this feeling of intimidation, of feeling judged. And the audience members did not talk to the participants. They did not talk to whoever was on stage or anything like that. And so sometimes participants would stay for the whole two minutes, and sometimes they would leave immediately. And one way I also tried to really evoke a sense of uh, intimidation was with the performers who were the audience members, we practiced for months and months, and we would all talk about what made us intimidated and what kind of made us feel vulnerable. And so we really used all of that into the performance as well. Um, and so after the participant who was on stage would leave the installation, they would be asked to fill out a questionnaire, basically just of how they felt um, in that piece. And it was very interesting because for me, the feeling that I have sometimes is very lonely. And um, I, I sometimes feel like I'm the only one experiencing this. And um, come to find out that I'm not the only one experiencing this. Um, there were a lot of people who had adverse stories really tell me their experiences and how much they related to that piece. And then there were people of privilege who kind of realized, like, how wrong it is to stare and, and, and how rude it is. And, and there were some people who were pretty angry and that's okay, too, because you're not going to please everybody and not everyone's going to understand your experience or take the time to empathize anyway. So as someone who is an artist and also loves film and consumes a lot of media, what can you tell us about representation and some maybe some of the tropes? Well, first of all, one reason why I made myself the subject matter of the body of work and how nice and some of my more recent photography work is that I did not grow up with any sort of representation of somebody with disfigurements or, or facial differences. And usually if I did see somebody with facial differences, um, there would be a villain, um, very much like, say, Captain Hook, who is missing an arm, or Darth Vader, who has a speech impediment and hides his face because it is disfigured. 
And um, you would also have characters like the Hunchback of Notre Dame kind of alluding to, you know, that character never really gaining a very reputable or meaningful romantic relationship. So there are a lot of tropes that kind of show that disability is undesirable and or evil or disability is wrong, so people turn to be evil. That's kind of what that's saying, in a sense. And um, that's pretty demeaning, and, and it's pretty sad. And I think the importance of proper disability representation is really important because we are out here and we live lives like everyone else. Um, there's also examples of characters who are acting like they have disabilities, but they, in fact, are actors who are perfectly able. Um, for example, the recent Wonder movie that came out, um, it was about a child with Treacher Collins syndrome, which is actually sort of a branch away from what I have. And the people hired a non-disabled actor and put makeup on him to make him look like he had that syndrome. And so at the end of the day, that actor can take that mask off. But people who have facial disfigurements do not have that privilege of taking the mask off. We have a little bit more with Barry after another quick break. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. 
Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. So people who came into the booth, we found out last week there were so many different ways that people could feel different. They could feel like an outsider because of their sexuality or because of their their race, just so many different forms of identity. And they talked about feeling like they were more comfortable with themselves when they they found a home. And I wondered for you, knowing that you come from a, a small town and you're in Atlanta now, I wonder what home means to you. When I was living in a small town, I never really had the opportunity or understanding that the way people treated me was wrong or rude. Um, I was used to being stared at. I was used to kind of being belittled. Um, People talking down at me, like, how are you today? Almost like talking to me like I'm a child. And so when I moved to Atlanta... It was a really interesting juxtaposition because I was still getting asked these questions, um, but I was also making really valuable relationships. And, you know, in time, what that taught me was that home is in the relationships that you gain and and the people that really accept you for you. Um, They don't just talk to you about your disability or or your looks every day. They're just people that, you know, want to spend time with you. And, um, you know, that can be family, that can be friends, that can be partners. Um, But for me, home is within people. and, And the relationships that I have outside of that is not a physical space for me. For someone who is feeling different, I wonder what advice you might have for them. Yeah. For me, what has helped is an outlet of expression. And, you know, outlets of expression do not have to be published. They don't have to be public. They can be private. They can be amongst yourself if you want it to be. But um, I've always found outlets of creativity and expression to be helpful for me. And that's why I've always turned back to creating work that talks about my experiences because there's still work to do and there's also times in my life where I still feel insecure and and not, you know, totally 100% happy with things and that will always be there. And, you know, outlets of expression are really important, and there's so many ways regarding ability and things like that. There's so many ways of expression, whether through writing or or poetry or music or painting or anything, um, really, as an expression if you're, you know, just kind of being honest with yourself. And again, it's okay to keep that private if you want. Just because you have an expression of vulnerability does not mean that you have to share that. 
sometimes it's fulfilling to just make something for yourself. And I do that sometimes. And, and there's some times where, you know, it takes me a year to share something, and, and that's okay. Um, I think while we have a lot of access to more social media outlets and things like Facebook and Instagram, you know, right now we're sort of in a pressure to share everything instantly. Um, it's okay to know that, you know, if you don't feel like sharing something, you have every right to keep that for yourself and express something for you. And we want to know what you think. You can email us at thequestionbooth at howstuffworks.com or find us on Instagram at thequestionbooth. We'd like to give a special thanks this week to our executive producer, Julie Douglas, and of course to Barry for joining us. And actually, Barry did all the music this week, except for the track you're hearing right now, which is coincidentally Barry and myself. We'd also like to thank Pond City Market for hosting the question booth. A little peek behind the curtain, this is the first week that Kathleen and I have recorded our voiceovers in the question booth. Welcome, Dylan. This is my home. <laughs> it's a great home. <laughs> it's cozy. The Question Booth is written and edited this week by me, Dylan Fagan, and my co-host, Kathleen Quillian. Thank you, Kathleen. Thanks, Dylan. And if you're in Atlanta, you can visit The Question Booth, too. We're on the second floor of Pont City Market, 12 to 5 p.m., Friday through Sunday. Also, if you like what you hear, we'd love if you give us a quick review on iTunes. It helps other people find the show. Okay, so before we go, what are we talking about next week? We're listening to the answers to the question, what is the difference between a human and a machine? Huh, interesting. But until then... See you in the question booth. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.